We are finally here. Tell all or tell nothing, part one. Are we getting three parts or four parts? Four parts. And it was just revealed on January 7th, and then a week after, it will be Christine's wedding special. Wait, wait. Do you mean the wedding special has two parts? Yes. I'm here for it. Give me as many parts as you want. The wedding special, okay. The tell nothings, who do they think they are? What do you mean? Four parts, and I don't even get to see you in the same room. Yeah, it's too excessive. I mean, if this is what is going to be the entire four episodes, it doesn't need to be four episodes. Not that we're going to do this, but if there were fans of the show out there that just check out for a solid month and then just watch the Tell Nothings in one run, I would not blame you at all. I am predicting, and it's not even a reach, that we're not going to get much of anything out of these Tell Nothings. Not too much. We got almost no new like news, content. Here, let me break it down for you and for everyone else. This was Tell All Part 1. I never loved them. I never loved them. I never knew love till I knew Robin. I was weeping with joy. How dare you not care about me? How dare you leave me when I never loved you at all? That's it. Being in the mind of this man, even for 40-something minutes, is incredible. Now, we are going to say it was, you don't get much, but we do get a little bit like those statements where, how do you put so much on someone like a Christine or like, as we're watching now, a Janelle for leaving you when you're admittedly saying you never love these people? You expect someone you don't love to just stick around. And in some thinking there, you've also been lying to them because I think they were living off of the premise that you were in love with them. It's all ego. That's my theory. Like, he doesn't actually care about these people, even though he spent 30 years with them, had many children with them, clearly never put in the effort for the relationship. They left, they got their confidence, they're dating, and now he's just so hurt and no one cares about him. We see it a bit on this episode where even though he says he doesn't love them, it seems to really bug him that two individuals form such a great relationship in Christine and Janelle. I like when Christine addresses that. I'll save it, but I do like her portion. Should we start with a little bit of news? Yeah, you just gave me a bit of an insight of something that just dropped. Where did this drop? Actually, that's a good question to start with. A content creator, but I have no idea how they got it. The moment you showed me this video, all I could think about was, how did you even find this? In my head, it's like the cop's wife realized what happened. Is there like a freedom of the press thing that you can submit to get footage or documents did they submit for it and that's how they got it and then they put it online i have no idea in my head that's how it happened maybe after viewing this video i did find out one detail though Hmm. it is legal still to text and drive in i believe montana and missouri i think missouri is the hit or miss but montana was for sure on the list 
So those are your only two states where you can text and drive. Ooh, and she did live in Montana. So, I mean, granted, mm, she lived out of Montana for probably longer than in. This is where we didn't even have cell phones. So I don't even count. <laughs> I don't even count that. Okay. Okay. We're giving you a lot of fluff, but the video is a body cam footage of the one and only Miss Robin Brown being pulled over for texting and driving with Saul and Ari in the back of the van. The cop does a pretty routine thing, walks up, it kind of what I appreciated. Now, I haven't been a part of many traffic stops, but just kind of blatantly said what it was. There was no like runaround. It was just like, hey, you were like texting. That is not legal. So nice compared to like my speeding ticket. They are not that nice to me. I would have loved to be talked to like that. Now, you mentioned that I don't know if there was comments on this, but folks were saying that she's because I couldn't really tell what she was saying, but it was almost like she was pretending to not know the law or maybe be new to Arizona. Yeah, she said, well, oh, I don't know the laws in Arizona, implying she's new, but you've lived there for like five years. This is such an interesting scapegoat because, yes, there is subtleties between states, but in the grand scheme of things, like all the laws are, I mean, for the most part, very similar. You have a speed limit, you drive this. If there's a cop around, you're probably driving the speed limit. You're not going 20 over. I mean, there's very you common know, sense things. You, no, <laughs> <laughs> you keep that opinion to yourself. So that excuse <laughs> didn't really fly with me. I also thought there was a bunch of holes in your story. Well, one, we already know you've been in Arizona for years. So mm-hmm. you're just blatantly lying to this police officer, which kind of irks me. And then I couldn't tell but I'm imagining you have a license and registration in Arizona. So for you to be like, oh, I don't know the laws. I'm like, well, you've been here long enough to get all of this updated. Now, I don't know if this is true, but in the comments of that video, someone said that she did the class and then that is when she got her Arizona driver's license. She had a Nevada one. Gotcha. I will say... I've gotten not a ticket like this, but an option to take a class. And aren't those just like the saddest thing ever? Like everyone in there is just. We're all just bad kids. That's what I feel like. We're all just in detention at night. Everyone has this long (laughs) list of things that they'd rather be doing than be at this class in this moment in time. And we all just want to. Well, besides like two or three people that just have to talk to the instructor Everyone is not saying a thing. They're like, we are going through the process. We're getting our certificate, whatever we're getting, and I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, that was very the vibe of mine. Um, What did you think of the fine? The class fine was 150 Oh, mine was like 100 bucks. Dang. Yeah, my ticket for rolling through a stop sign was 280 Not going to lie, I do think my class... I don't remember being 150 but it was definitely... Like over 80 bucks. I hate that I have so much experience with this. Okay, I want to break down the video a little bit, but more what I took from it and why I'm going to call out all the hypocrisy. Gets pulled over, plays a little bit dumb, but not too bad. Surprisingly, never sheds a tear through this entire video. Sus. So we have all these scenes where you're viewing replays of things that have been recorded with your family, your ex-family members. 
And Robin usually gets emotional relatively quickly. You'd think speaking to a police officer, it's a, I mean, you're pulled over, so it's already stressful. Yeah. And she was cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, totally fine, totally normal. That's some, probably the most, quote, air fingers, you know, normal that I've seen this woman act in the last 12 years, however long the show's been on. So one, no tears. Two, the date of this video is October 1st, 2021. This is the height of their COVID protocols. Where are you going? Because Cody is at this point is tearing his family apart for wanting to have friends and get their pencils wet. So where is Robin taking the vulnerable, tiny, at-risk chicken tenders? Where are they going? Yeah, on first glance, that wasn't even on my mind. That was a good catch. You also mentioned that so many little things in here, like you're not wearing a mask, you're talking to someone who's you know not a part of your home circle, you get the ticket and all this paperwork, but jokingly, you're not wiping any of it down. There's layers to this. So not only are they out and about, wrong anyway, basically, according to Cody's rules, no masks when the cop came up, didn't request that he put one on. She didn't put one on. The kids don't have any on. She takes the paper without wiping it down with all the alcohol wipes and sanitizing spray, which she made everyone else to do. Remember, she wouldn't touch the box from Janelle for her birthday because she had to wipe it down. Had no problem taking this ticket from the cop, pointed to things, touched her face after... Now, I wouldn't give anyone else crap for this, but just because they tore the family apart over this, I am going to look into every little detail. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to whoever posted that. I mean, in some ways I'm thinking, well, is that really fair? We're getting this inside look into these people's lives that isn't even a part of the show, but it really adds more truth to the story that we are aware of. So I appreciate that we were able to see it. I loved it. I love any insider scoop or seeing him in the wild. It makes it so much better. I will say, like, I'm calling out a bunch of crap, but my favorite part of the video is out of nowhere when Ari just, all you hear is, and it's the window (laughs) of the back rolling down. (laughs) But also, how are you going to look at a cop like that when you're the one who rolled down the window? (laughs) I know. She was, like, mean mugging him. I was like, I'd be like, what are you looking at? Roll your window back up. Well, I like that after like an awkward amount of silence, she was just like, are you arresting her? And he was like, no, no one's being arrested. (laughs) So like nothing that juicy, but I loved picking out the date. And then conveniently, if you want to do the math, I'm just saying Cody and Robin were so sick on about October 10th to October 11th ish. Remember, they forgot Gabe's birthday. But they were so sick. And so I'm like, yeah, because you guys are running around. Probably the biggest thing for me was how cool, calm, and collected Robin was in this stressful situation where we have seen her break down so many times. And even on this tell nothing, it keeps going. Even I cried when I got pulled over for the first time for that rolling through the stop sign. I think that was my only two bits of news. The body cam footage, if you would like to see it, just go ahead and go on YouTube and type in Robin Brown body cam footage. And it comes right up. It's the first one. I will also give credit to the creator or, you know, whoever got this video. 
uh, in our comments because they deserve it. They deserve so much credit and I just don't have it written down. Hopefully it's not one of those things where it's reposted so much. It's really hard to find the source. Oh, good point. Okay, maybe I'll do a little digging and see whose videos the oldest. Earliest. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> And then, of course, the second bit of news, Christine will indeed have a wedding special. And why are seasons years late when she just got married in October of this year? I don't know if production just had so much in the bank as far as this huge window to cover. And they figured we have to like accumulate a bunch of this just to generate some kind of interesting season. Cause we even saw in this season, we're jumping like six months at some point. I mean, there must be nothing going on. And we even see when folks actually communicate with each other, they mention like, Oh, I haven't talked to you in like two months. So you have to imagine from a production point of view, it's like, we don't really have enough for a season. Like there's these people aren't doing anything. I loved the jumps this season, though. Like, even though there were some lulls, I mean, that's going to be with any show. So it's fine. I'll take it. But we did get a year of storyline. I hope Christine getting this special tells us a few things. One, they are able to turn around something relatively quickly, which is fantastic just because in this in this new cycle we're in, right, it's almost like immediacy. Like, you need something all the time. It has to be so recent. And then it gives me confidence that we're going to get things in the next season. Well, I say that, but I mean, McKelty, the twins aren't even born. I mean, <laughs> it, it's almost like, it's almost like they're stuck because in some people's lives, some interesting things have happened in the past, but in others, it's like, well, nothing's happened in that giant window that they're having an interesting moment. For me, all of my interesting moments are now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're still going to have this issue of jumping around between individual people's storylines where, for example, oh, one of my children is having children of their own. That's interesting. But for a lot of the other wives, nothing's going on. And it's weird timing of the special because next season we're going backwards then, at least with other people's storylines, probably not hers, which I'm bummed we didn't get to see her date at all. If they do that, Yes, the wedding special is really important. It's going to draw a lot of eyes. But you're right. They are missing a ton of content of just, you think they'd have to. I mean, unless in some ways you're going to cheat Christine out of showing their buildup of their relationship. Yes, you get the special, which I'm sure is, I mean, it's their special. So it's just going to be them. Mm -hmm. But you don't get to see it naturally play out amongst the lives of the brown family of like hey i'm doing this i'm going to flagstaff to for truly oh you know me and david are working timing out and oh we're both driving her down like we don't get we're not going to get to see how this relationship has been built up like that over time i hope we get a bit of that in their special because that's going to be weird again david shows up in the next season but how do you cover mckelty's pregnancy and he's not even around yet, I, I don't think. I don't think the time matches up. I can't wait to see footage of the twins at the wedding and then next season go backwards <laughs> to when they're born. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Now on to Tell All Part 1. I'm probably the only one, but I liked the footage of everyone getting ready because it was a little bit not set up. It had like a tiny bit of reality to it. 
you are more than likely in the minority. I think so. Maybe because I could pause Cody and Robin's hallway bathroom and look at all the crap in there. (laughs) You already mentioned a few things. So everyone's getting ready and immediately I'm thinking, wait a minute, don't these folks have like makeup artists or hairstylists? Like, why are we getting ready? This is a perfect, this is like the hottest show on TLC. Don't we have a crew to help us get ready? Make me look beautiful. Please. Please. No, but. (laughs) But then you mentioned Robin and Cody, Robin especially. One, it's so hard for us to get any look inside the house. And when we do, we are always restricted to one room. Mm -hmm. And even in this moment, you got two shots. And again, (laughs) self-recorded. One is Robin standing in front of her front door. So we're looking at the front door and Mm -hmm. Robin seeing nothing of the home they know what they're doing then you get a shot which you you called out i see these are things i don't notice which is great that we watch this together you mentioned that robin's getting ready in like their hallway bathroom versus maybe what would be more natural is like your master bedroom where your closet is and probably makeup and all your products that you use Instead, you had to take them from your room to bring them to the hallway bathroom and then set up your camera. After you mentioned that, I thought, yeah, that is that is strange. I mean, maybe there's folks out there that are like, yeah, I just get ready in that bathroom. It's it's maybe cleaner or. Well, it's for sure cleaner. I just, you know, I can just put stuff. <laughs> there's places to put things because, you know, obviously it's usually for guests or whatever. There's just room there. I loved that someone took a photo of it and posted it just so we could really take in what was in that bathroom. They are users of a squatty potty. Cool. They also like poopery. Also good. (laughs) Word art. And very clashing decor as the room is kind of like a, almost like a tan or dark yellow. I couldn't really tell. And like a really dark red, but all the decor is like a baby blue ocean theme. So interesting. But I have no theme in my bathroom, so (laughs) I don't know why I'm talking crap. The only time I think we can talk crap is when you have the the window, what do you call it, the window rods, but there's no shade. Oh, (laughs) yeah. That's that's maybe the only time. Besides that, we're super bland. Like we there is not one like piece house, of artwork. Our on, house could be an Airbnb real quick. Oh, easy. We could leave it at a moment's notice because there's nothing on these walls. Fun fact, anytime Leon's mom comes over, she walks through the house and tells me where things would look nice. <laughs> she goes, wouldn't this photo look so good here? You need a photo here. You need one here. And then his dad will go, did you come over to visit or did you come over to walk through the house? <laughs> Now that you mentioned that, my mom's decor kind of feels like Robin's. Remember in the kitchen, there's just like stuff, like photos and she stuff just everywhere. She just loves photos. Yeah, she does. And like, that's like the best thing you could put up. But, so it's not that bad. But to counter Robin's perspective, like my mom has photos of just family. Yeah. It's whereas not... Robin has like random art and like put your family up there. That would be better. Where is the photo of all the kids with Cody removing Christine and her kids? Where is that photo? It's in their bedroom. Uh, you're totally right. That that might be over the bed. 
Oh, don't. No, no. <laughs> no, I take it back. You know what's over the bed? It's one of those like king family leader like portrait things and like the ladies like sprawled out around him. No, it's definitely her like on no. him on the convertible. Yeah, that, that that was my next pick. It's it's definitely that one. Yeah. One more thing. Why the heck did Cody and Robin get ready together and then get into separate cars to then drive to the filming? We talked about this in the last episode, I believe. Like, this needs to be studied or Sugi just needs to ask to break the tension. Like, why do you guys always arrive separately? Now, the only saving grace is I think they do time out their recordings so they might not have been recording at the same time that's just the way the show was cut to show us that hey we're all on the way to record but realistically they're not all just hanging out they probably have set times of the day where you have to be here suki's ready like we're gonna record i don't know i mean i just feel like the way like why would you get ready together then true i mean maybe they're just that attached at the hip this is what true love looks like oh you're right Now on to the actual sit-down interview. The first topic that comes up, what would your theme song be today? Christine says, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Janelle says, we will rock you, which I can appreciate. I see you. Good pick. Mary says, all the single ladies. I appreciate it. No, fantastic picks. Cody ranted so much in question one and well really all the questions but to a point where i was like i'm writing an entire paragraph and it's turning into things that aren't even the question he even mentions that he's been thinking about this for a while i just imagine he just had so much information in his head to get out it's almost like automatic or he's been rehearsing it so long that it's just all like I only asked you one question, like, and he just keeps going and going. And to be honest, I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, what are you saying? Like, I feel like I'm getting nothing out of what you're saying. And immediately, I, you knew, okay, this is clearly going to be another instance of Cody trying to take over and Suki. Tra- multiple instances, Suki's trying to ask a question, and you can tell when the host is trying to ask a question. They're kind of, their body posture's changing, their hand might kind of go out like, hey, I'm about to interject, Mm -hmm. and he just keeps going and going, and I'm like, dude, stop. Like, we're not, maybe if you were saying something worthwhile and interesting, we would just let you pop off, but it's really not. Let me paraphrase the first section a little bit, not to bore you all too much. Suki asks about how life has been since the last time they talked. He says something about the struggles in a family has made him go, is this how marriage is like? Is this how real life is like? When I'm not working, it's on my mind and I'm rehashing discussions and how I started this family out. This experience requires I have more than one wife. I get married again and again and again. I look back and because I was so anxious to live the principle, I was not vetting who I was marrying. If you're going to marry, you should start out in love. I thought I could make up the difference. This isn't about me. This is about a growing family. I fell in love with Robin. I never fell in love with anybody else. I was choosing to be in that covenant. That's a lot to break down. But the main point here is 
Never loved anyone but Robin. He doesn't think he vetted his wives enough. You know, it's interesting. So much of what he says goes against all of these principles they've been telling us about. For example, in their culture, they have really short courtships and then you get married. Well, maybe these are examples of maybe you shouldn't have short courtships. Maybe they should be a little bit longer to find out, do I really love this person? And if not, you can say it's probably not going to work out for us long term. Could it be said that his wives did not vet him enough? I would agree. I think Janelle, and this pains me to say, gave Cody credit to what he said, where she mentions, I wasn't in love with Cody. I was almost in love with this idea of this man that's a leader in this polygamous family. And it it bugged me that she gave his answer validity and it's, it's almost puts Janelle in the same boat of like, well, I also didn't love him at first either. I'm like, yeah, but you still went so far as to want to marry someone. That's a very big deal. Well, a big part of that is how he treated Mary. They said they fell in love with him based on how good of a husband he was to Mary. But man, was that true or was that his public playful self? Mm, I see what you mean. But Mary says they were in love. She said, ask anyone. So it can't just be the public figure, you know, public being their church or their community. I just wonder if they had a very good relationship. And again, he I mean, he mentions it, right? I met Robin. I found out what love was. And maybe he didn't know. And he thought that's what it was with Mary. And then he's like, wow, it was not like this with Mary. And maybe you start thinking, wow, have I been wrong all of this time? Let's break down that one part then. Didn't know love until Robin. Is that something you need to say out loud? Or can you just not even contain it? Yeah, I think out of respect for his ex-wives, you should try to tone it down a little bit. Uh, It does kind of bug me how he's just so forthcoming with his lack of love for these women, considering... How do we define your relationships of anything from 22 to 30 years of lots of poking? By that, I mean sex. (laughs) Lots of kids. I mean, that's this is a huge burden you're putting on yourself, on these women. This is a giant commitment. And to have upwards of six children with each wife. What an insult to these women who did birth your children But also, what an insult to these children. Your kids are going to hear you speak like that about their mother. Why would they respect you or care what you think of them? So now their definition, whether you want it to be or not, is that their parents were in a loveless marriage? Yeah. Their dad never loved their mom. I mean, that's legit the truth. That is exactly like we're not stretching anything or reading between the lines. That is what is said. And he means it. Cody says there was a safety and vulnerability when he met Robin that he never experienced before in his life. He says, I met her and I started weeping for joy. And that didn't stop for months. He says, let's just say the two of us had a click while I worked for years with the others and did not have a click. I don't think. Again, Janelle mentions a little bit about this as far as I believe the word she used was perspective. And I'm with her because 
you're comparing those relationships to Robin, but those relationships, it was such a different moment in time, different things are going on, raising just a ton of small kids. I mean, even when Robin showed up, you still had a lot of young, young children. I, I could imagine life is so busy and you rarely get to see your husband. It's like how much, how much of a relationship can you really build when you're already so busy raising children by their own definition, Cody's not helping or around much. Mm-hmm. And he's only there every third night. And I'm guessing night because, he, you know, by then he was like a salesman or something. He's working. So he's only there every third night. Like how much of a relationship are you building? Also, it's completely unfair to judge the relationships against each other when they are in completely different areas of life. He is much older when he meets Robin. He probably wants some excitement. He's not a young 22-year-old, just fresh back from his mission. I mean, the religion isn't new to him at this point. Robin is also this sort of vacation for him. He gets to go four hours away from the chaos of the kids and what he would probably describe as his nagging wives who are, you know, putting him through tests, always tests. He gets to go be with Robin. It's quiet. She even said she wants it to be like a vacation when he comes there. The kids are well behaved. They know they need to be behaved. I mean, that and it helps that you have a live-in babysitter. McKelty. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. I'm like, it's interesting that he has these feelings, but it's not like, for example, Robin was just a single woman with no kids and literally brought like no stressors, but... It's interesting that he mentions this because Robin, you know, does have children, does have debt. And it's interesting that he sees he was able to see past all of that and still get this feeling of like, this is true love. Because he wanted to get his pencil wet. That was the start of it. I don't care what anyone says. The instant physical attraction was the start of it. Now I'm curious, the way Cody talks about his pecs and all this random crap He must put a lot of weight into physical attraction. I think so. And realistically, I think the the truth, like the legit truth, he sees it as like, I'm in love and I've been feeling like this for months and all this good stuff. I'm like, what if he just thought Robin's the most attractive? She was 10 years younger. Didn't have a lot of extra fat. This is from their own words. The side eye I just gave this man. This is from Robin's (laughs) own words. I'm quoting Robin. Calm it down. Let's roll it back. No, but I think, I think he puts a lot, a lot into attraction. I think she does too with those little comments, the extra weight, the stretch marks. Like who says that? Like, yes, I have birthed six children. Thank you. Yeah. We get our first scene with Robin. And she didn't have to give a song. I Does she know a song? I really want to know what she would have picked. Wait, she didn't? I, I totally missed that. Yeah, she didn't have to give a song. Wild. Her, she was fumbling so bad that they just cut it out. I think that's what it was. She like was too stressed. That question was just too left field. Couldn't handle it. This is when Suki should have reached over and said, Robin. You can relax. Take a breath. This question is what we call an icebreaker. (laughs) It created ice here. (laughs) (laughs) 
Suki gets into her first question and Robin cannot stop fidgeting and it drove me crazy. Hair, adjusting where she sits, adjusting her blazer, adjusting her hair, we're back to hair, will not stop touching her eyes. I'm telling you, it was a joke at first, I said, but I, I see some truth to it. I'm just saying there might have been a little bit of that menthol roll you can kind of put on your hands. She's getting ready. She knows she needs to cry in about minus four minutes. We got to get, get that going. Get that in the tear ducts. Suki brings up what Cody said, and Robin says that she didn't know about that until just recently. I call lies. I bet he went to her and said, you know, I love you more than those three women. Like, I feel a way that they have never made me feel. You, I, he did not keep that to himself all these years. Robin says, it still makes me wonder if it's rewriting of history that's been happening a lot. And I think I yelled at the TV, yeah, by you, by you. <laughs> when she said that, and it's been happening a lot, I mean, is she referring to other family members? I think it was a little shade. But are they, is she assuming they're rewriting history in the way they're defining Cody or their experiences with Cody. I mean, I wonder what, and again, why don't we, why don't we ask these questions on the tell all? Why don't you mention, what do you mean a rewriting of history? Can you expand on that? I would love that. But I'm wondering if, if it's a really delicate dance between making them happy. So they hopefully continue opening up in order to then ask the harder questions. I'm trying to give credit here. I don't know. But I agree. These are the questions that should be asked. No, and I think there were instances where Suki really tries to put Cody, for the most part, in the hot seat as far as admitting to certain things or uh, going to so far as so you are guilty of X and he needs to clarify because I feel like he always stumbles and always has to clarify whether he says something's an act or a performance. And he also does it again in this episode. I want your opinion on this next part. Robin says, well, I did my best. I don't know what else I was supposed to do to make it not painful for them. I was constantly suppressing and hiding my relationship and any kind of connection I had with Cody. I mean, she was hiding that kiss. With Cody while Christine was in labor. That's true. And then there's like that famous scene where they're looking over like building plans and they say 69 and they're like, hey. Oh, no. So it's so, so, gross. It's so cringe. Um, the wedding dress. Need I say more? That is, that's not suppressing love. That's, <laughs> that's something, that's just some weird shit. Okay. Exactly. That is... You're not suppressing love. You're creating secrets. Is that where her confusion comes in? She truly believes that she was suppressing her feelings and hiding her relationship when really you were being kind of an asshole. I hate to jump forward a little bit, but Christine eventually mentions like, yeah, this is your soulmate. Like, it's so obvious. And then now Robin's mentioning, you know, I tried so hard to hide our affection or our relationship in a way. Mm -hmm. But in the long run, it seems like it hurt this family so much because they still lost out on so many years of being loved by either, you know, just taking care of themselves or being loved by somebody else. 
because you wouldn't be honest about you just want to be honest with the truth. Like, Hey, we're meant to be together. It sucks to be you guys, but we should probably start making plans of like how you can move on versus, I mean, you guys can just hang around, but I'm not really going to be your husband. That's better. Right? Because along with Robin's like, is she a mastermind? Is she manipulative? Is she just have no idea? That's one of those questions similar to that is what is better I assume just being up front being like, I won't be able to be the husband you want me to be anymore. Mm-hmm. I, as horribly painful as that will be, it's less painful than it dragging out for years. Maybe Band-Aid method. I think where they were stuck is that they just had so many kids, especially just kids mm-hmm. under 18. Yeah. Um, it would have just been very difficult to do that. Great point. I did not think about the kids at all. The other thing that actually just came up in this conversation here, that whole going back and forth of like, is Robin a master manipulator? Does she have no (laughs) idea? I mean, these words, it's admitting that you know what's going on because you just admitted you're, you're doing these actions to sort of hide your affection, sort of tame down Mm. your relationship. That's, that's actually, that is a planned You know what I mean? This isn't something you're just not aware of. We got our answer. Cody says when Robin and I first met, it was like being in love for the first time. It was a call for us to put in more effort into the relationships in my mind. It was constantly trying to prove our love and prove yourself. But he didn't do any of that. He didn't step up the way he should have. I mean, Mary talks about it right after this. He has the capacity to love and care for multiple of us. For whatever reason, he isn't doing it. No, I think it was more a matter of, and again, they kind of go into a little bit of, well, I'm not going to, they didn't say this, but it's almost like that effort isn't worth it to me anymore. To Cody. To, to Cody. Yeah. To Cody. Correct. So he's thinking, why am I wasting all of these cycles when Like, this is the people I care about and the people I think care about me. And also where you're willing to put the work in because that's where you want reward and growth and a happy family. You don't care that the majority of the family is not happy with you. What did you think about when Christine was mentioning when he saw Cody with Robin and like their relationship or his willingness to help Robin where he never did that with her? That pissed me off. I mean, at that point, they're on year 12 or so, and you've never seen this. And this lady shows up and she's getting it off the bat, off the jump. Yeah. That has to hurt. Christine said, seeing him with Robin made me realize that, oh, he can help out. Isn't that so sad? And I always see Cody doing dishes at Robin's house or putting all the kids to bed one by one. And what do we see Logan and Aspen doing that? What an insult. Moving on to the topic of Janelle. He says Janelle doesn't want to reconcile and he's not doing anything. At least he admits it now because we were like yelling that all season. He says, oh, what if I set up counseling? And she says, yeah, totally. Let's do it. And then they don't talk for two months. So it's interesting how he keeps he keeps bringing this up like he does want to reconcile, but You really don't. Like, why are you still bringing this up? You've also already admitted that you don't have love for these women. So what is the point 
of having this union between you and Janelle? Is it monetary? Is it intimacy? Like, what is going on here? She had to pay Robin's debts down. If I was Janelle and I talked about it before, maybe do some, you know, initial steps of just talking to a lawyer because I think you have probably contributed so much to this family. And as far as we know, you have not been repaid. Goodness, the f- paying down the debt, using the money from her house towards Robin's ginormous mansion to where she is in like the tiniest apartment. Well, now it's bigger, but well, now it's bigger than our casita. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but there has to be something there. The amount of money she put into the land while not being able to own anything to herself. Cody says, I don't want to ask about the kids. I don't want to gossip. I used to run to each house. It was a family, so it wasn't gossip. They spent two years talking about me, trash talking me. He says, I don't ask about anyone else because I don't want them to talk about me. And then he ends it by saying, I'm guilty of not loving them. I was like, wow, that was out of nowhere. (laughs) But is it gossip and shit talking to just ask a family member how they're doing (laughs) or ask Janelle how the kids are? This must go back to the storylines we've seen this season where Cody's unwillingness to reach out to other other ones of his kids. Yeah, and now he's trying to pass it off as gossiping. Suki does press in this point and repeats twice. You're admitting of being guilty of not loving them. He says, no, I was guilty of not being in love with them. Guilty from the beginning. I married on a premise different than romantic love. I would like a romantic love with Janelle. And Christine was in a place where she always wanted romantic love from me. Ew, gross. Get away from me. But he also stops at not (laughs) saying, I also wanted that with her because he didn't. He didn't. Apparently never. Was disgusted by her. There was chili everywhere. I did enjoy watching people watch the fight clip. I wish we got more details. I wish it was all of them watching the entire clip. Like we got their reaction the entire time. But I remember every time Cody would look away, I'd be like, no, no, no. You look at yourself. And then Christine was almost, you could have basically handed her some popcorn. Like she was ready for the show. And Janelle was just like, I hate this. I hate every minute of it. It's because she's thinking, ah, you're like seeing the worst of me. Yeah. And like, I'm not proud of this moment. I'm sure Cody's not proud of the moment. And then one thing that we all gravitate towards, and I'm sure it's on all the pods and all the Reddit streams. Why couldn't Robin look at this scene? Look at your husband. Look at how he treated your sister wife. You say that sister wives are supposed to advocate for each other. How did you advocate for Janelle? Then she mentions that, you know, she, he talked, she talked to Cody and, you know, kind of got him to like have more sense. Like you need to like go fix this. But the fact that you're unwilling to look at this, I mean, this is your husband. This is, Mm -hmm. this is who he is. And yes, this is a bad moment in his life. I mean, the fact that he had the capacity to speak to Janelle like at this moment in time his wife like this that should be huge red flags but the fact that in her mind 
like this is her leader, her king, her chosen one. It's like he can do no wrong. It's almost like she can't even, if she would watch it, it would be some proof that he wasn't a good man. Cody says it escalated because I have a lot of contempt for the way she has treated me. Says I may not have been in love, but I was loving. I was making all the effort. Again, I don't know if I can buy that considering the fact that Janelle mentions we should go to counseling. You say yes, but then there's no action. I don't know how much I can buy this. No, and just the fact that he can't even, on the most basic level, help the person you live with. I don't think that's very loving. We did find out that Janelle went into that fight with talking points, but that she just shut down. So she knew that he was going to come in and he was going to try to just like bulldoze this conversation. So they must have been texting beforehand and she kind of got or she felt that energy was coming. Yeah. And so she tried to be prepared, but man, it just went south so fast. She says at one point she just said, all right, let's go then. (laughs) There's a point in fights I get that heated where you're like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go down to your level. I do think if there was anyone or any one of them that would have had this type of blow up with Cody, not that I'm happy this happened, but I think we're fortunate that it was Janelle on the other end because she's strong enough to give it right back. Whereas I don't know if the other wives could do that. Yeah, I think he would make them feel really small and Janelle can let it get to her for a couple minutes then was like, hey, come pick up your crap. Like even with Christine, I think she got a lot of her confidence and and energy when she was, you know, moved away and finally got away from Cody. But I still think that in some ways being around them still not puts her in a place of weakness, but sort of maybe makes her like shrivel up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Whereas Janelle is like, just doesn't seem to care. Like, yeah, you guys have a great relationship, like whatever, like does not bother her at all. How do you feel about Robin essentially insinuating that Cody was so upset that Janelle was taking the Christmas tree to the rental, that that was still his wife and he was expecting support from her? I get it. But on the other hand, it's odd to me that he puts up this huge wall that because someone has divorced me, they it's almost like they should be excommunicado. Like you just can't talk to them anymore. Like they're outside the family. And I'm like, you share six children with this woman. She is not, she's a part of our family. Mm-hmm. So I really, I dislike when Cody's always poking at them for having such a good relationship, considering this is the mother of your kids. And they will always be the mother of his children. Like and, it doesn't matter. And look at the, your attitude towards even the holidays where, you either have to follow my rules or come into my house and I'm not going anywhere else. It, it just doesn't seem like, like a good vibe. It doesn't seem like someplace I don't want to go to. No, and he's clearly drawing the line and putting in absolutely no effort with his own children. If you want to see them, see them. And the fact that you're not means you don't. Cody says, I'm jealous because they're behaving the way they should have for 25 years. This means absolutely nothing. It would not matter if all of these women were best friends. Well, maybe because he just wants, that would mean Robin would have friends. But in the grand scheme of things, 
okay, cool. All these women have a decent relationship, but you don't love any of them besides Robin. So what is this changing that they are pawns in making your favorite wife happy? Yes, absolutely. I don't think any of these women dreamed of being some pawn that makes another wife happy. Like that's her role. Yeah, no one wants to bow down to their husband's wife. Christine says, well, buddy, this is what jealousy looks like. Here you go. Now you see how hard it is. I know Christine like does a little too much sometimes, but I loved it here. Didn't mind it at all. Yeah, here it is. The vulgarity. We find out that Christine and Janelle were on vacation while Cody and Robin were sick at home with COVID. He says it felt like such a betrayal when they were together while I was sick. I just have a thought. Do you think the nanny also had COVID at this time? Well, they never said who gave it to them. This is an interesting story. So yes, we call it, it's, we, and you know, everyone I think jokingly calls it a tell nothing, but this was interesting because I'm going to just pretend that Janelle and Christine were in Disneyland. I don't know if that's Oh, what they were. Mean. Yeah. Okay, they were. Okay, <laughs> Good they were, guess. They were at Disneyland. Well, I feel like they're always there or Christine's always Christine there. Christine so. is. <laughs> okay. They're at Disneyland. They're in California. They're in Arizona. They're sick. And he expects Janelle to leave the vacation, drive or fly back to Arizona, buy him medicine and drop it off outside of the house because she's not going to go inside no she will not be able to take care of him cannot see him nothing just drop it off and get out of there now again these are suki i'm gonna have a love hate because i just told you i really appreciate that you did push on some things and try to get cody to admit guilt but here we could have an amazing follow-up and i don't know how the timing worked but to ask well i i watched the previous episodes and janelle had covid as well and she mentioned to me that you never showed up to her home when she had COVID or dropped off medicine. Mm-hmm. But here in this moment, you expect her to do that for you. And I just think it is absolutely ridiculous that we don't get to see him answer a question like that. I know. That should have been the follow-up question. You jokingly said, I would have loved to just... Because you can do like Uber Eats or DoorDash yeah, or whatever Postmates, from like yeah. 7-Eleven or all these other mm-hmm. convenience stores and say like, okay, DayQuil, NyQuil, some ibuprofen, deliver to house and be like, all right, Cody, it's outside your door. I, I dropped it off. I know I can't. We got to be safe. I won't stay and bug you. I dropped it off. I hope you feel better. He's like, that's weird, Janelle, because I checked the cameras and it didn't look like you. I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. Nah, it's fine. It was don't, me. Don't worry about it. It was me. Trust me. <laughs> But I just think that is wild because what did he expect from Janelle considering the way you were living your life in this moment? It's almost like they weren't even, they won't even be allowed to get near you. Why couldn't Aurora go get anything for her family considering she did not have COVID? She has her own entrance, doesn't even need to go up to the main floor. We saw her go in and out when they had COVID. I don't even want to put it just on Aurora. I mean, there's Dayton's also there. Yeah, I just mean any of the people there around them. Why couldn't the nanny? Like, there's so much to this story that I think it's just such a disservice to be blaming or putting some level of blame on Janelle be- just because she happened to have been on vacation with one of your ex-wives. 
while you got sick, which is so funny that they're in Disneyland with thousands of people (laughs) and they didn't, as far as I know, didn't get COVID, but you did. But the expectation of her to come back, I mean, the only thing that can be concluded by that is he purposely wanted to ruin the vacation. There's nothing that Janelle could have done that is going to help you in your moment with COVID. Like there's no magic sauce. You wouldn't let her comfort you. So not even in that aspect. Suki does ask, why couldn't you show up for the holidays? Great question. Cody says, personally, they're trained to blame Robin. The kids are estranged and Janelle has been going, oh, Robin is this broken dove that Cody has to protect. And he says, from all these assholes, yeah. What a great dad. Just these, the mother of my children, my children themselves, just assholes. And then he keeps repeating. They have all been absolute assholes. They're assholes to me and I don't care, but I don't want them separating me and Robin. We go with each other. He says the kids aren't going to want to be around the other kids. I'm assuming the kids are Robin's kids. Sure. He says there's a lot of bullying in the family. Yeah, I've seen Brianna bully Savannah. There's a lot of bullying in this family from those kids. I don't know the inner workings of these family chats. I wish we did, but... I'd roast them too. No, no. (laughs) I, I just wonder how real that is. You know, are they really, is it more hate towards their dad or are they really roasting Robin's kids? Because I, I no, doubt that. They're so totally many, not. So many of the, like, for example, Gabe and Garrison, I mean, they mentioned like they act, they miss Dayton. They kind of grew up a little bit with Dayton. So they don't have any ill will towards them. Gwen desperately wants to see Aurora. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of these kids do have good relations. So I, I, I feel like that's a little bit of a stretch to say that they bully those kids i do not see it that way so because they don't bend to every single one of their wants they view it as bullying because they call robin out on her shit i mean robin's the one saying i'm not talking to you guys anymore logan tell your siblings we're not talking to them anymore yeah i think more than likely robin's older kids have felt that if they are to have a good relationship with their other siblings you're kind of backstabbing cody Because he's not in a good light with those kids right now. So it's almost like, are you with me or are you not with me? Well, and Robin is definitely feeding to them that they're talking crap about them. I mean, I'll always use it as an example. The Thanksgiving last season, they don't want to spend Thanksgiving with you. Essentially being like, they don't like you and they don't want to spend time with you. That's what Robin and Cody are feeding the kids. Just like when they said... We heard there were not nice things said about us on the group text. They didn't see anything. They heard from who? Cody and Robin. They never get anything firsthand. Robin claims that she would have gone to Christmas if she was invited and she would have brought the kids. You're lying to all of us in our home as we sit comfortably on our couches and I don't like it. I'm right there with you. I I mean... She said it, but I'm just not buying it. No, it goes against everything we saw the whole season. And now you're saying, yeah, I would have absolutely gone. It would, it would have been a safe space for the kids. I had to put that in there because they're always trying to use that. What's safe? What's not safe? 
Janelle talks about the moments after the fight with Cody. She says she was emotional for a few minutes and then she had some errands to run. She says, I was sitting there in a parking lot and I felt a huge burden lifted off my shoulders. She says, I don't have to keep putting effort into this relationship anymore with Cody. 30 years like that. She finally realized it. I wonder if there was a moment of confusion for Janelle as far as I would imagine you didn't expect to feel this way. Yeah. And I hope it was a nice surprise. And I could see that. I could see just, just, it seems like Cody over time is a lot. And to not have to maintain that relationship gives you probably not only free time, uh, just in day to day, but also just mentally, right? Just not having to cater to him or think about what you should be doing or not be doing. I'm sure it's, it definitely feels like a weight is, is lifted off your shoulders. Absolutely. Think about how much mental energy and emotional energy it takes to try to predict Cody. This guy that's just like losing his shit all the time now and he's yelling and he can't even respectfully speak to you. We do talk about a little bit of how Robin's changed over the years. And I do wonder if this is a reflection of just kind of the amount Cody puts on someone. Yeah. Suki asks, do you like his pecs? She laughs and says, can you bleep that out? There's so much more to a marriage than that. She says they're great, but they're, that's not what this is about for me. Cody says, the great pecs and six pack was because Janelle always viewed me as a physical specimen and as a resource and not about my humanity. Like some pool boy, like a piece of meat. It's interesting that someone is describing this as he's just admitted to never loving these women. Thank you. That's exactly where I was going. So never loved them. I was loving, but I didn't love them. Janelle only viewed me as a resource, a piece of me, a pool boy. Why didn't you come take care of me and baby me when Christine left? You don't get it both ways. You know what's interesting? The same way where he says she viewed me as a resource, but especially for Janelle, didn't you also view her the same? Yes. Whether Thank it's you. in her career providing children for you. And we talked about this on the live watch in their religion. You have to hit these milestones to basically lack of better definition, get your own planet. Mm -hmm. But so uh, going back to like, you didn't love these women, but okay. So were you just using them to hit your milestones or your objectives? Absolutely. And that's the same reason that he married Christine to get in good because she was royalty with their church. So it's wild that, especially with Christine, now that you're bringing in that whole church leadership mm-hmm. thing is you're blaming someone for, in your mind, using you as a resource, but you've been doing that to these women for years. Somehow he's always the victim, though, even though he's totally, clearly, and absolutely the one in the wrong. So much so that one of these wives' children was a live-in nanny to the love of your life. Yeah. I mean, this is wild that we're talking about this. There's nothing he can say to convince me. It digs him in deeper. The last question was, did you just have great sex? 
Cody's response was a non-response of, mm-mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> How do I spell that? <laughs> they do mention it enough that I would imagine they have or had a pretty decent sex life. I think they were active, yes. He says he wanted romantic love with Janelle, you know, and Christine wanted it from him. And that was her main, well, maybe not main, but a big complaint. Good for you, Janelle. Someone else will enjoy you and love you. Anything else this episode? No, I do hope they are just warming us up. I do hope it's a buildup, but then it's odd because you can tell by what they're covering on this first episode of the tell-all. I mean, obviously, they're just going through the season, and I don't know how much we're going to get out of it. I mean, yes, we try to pull out as much as we could from what they're giving us. Um, I do hope it continues. But as far as I think for the most part, it is going to be so much recap for us, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Um, But I do wish it was more. I do wish we were all in the same room. I know it's never going to happen, but it would be incredible. One more item. I want to thank you all so much for your kindness and support this past week. Yeah, thank you so much for supporting us. Really, really appreciate you. Appreciate the community, especially the podcasting community. Literally, we listen to everyone. Like if they are doing a Sister Wife show, a Mav show, we are fans. Not only a part of the community, we're also fans ourselves. Yeah, guys, when we're doing weekend errands, when we're playing video games together, when we're cooking, like there's always a Sister Wives or Maths podcast in the background. So it's really nice to connect with all of you and then, you know, other podcasters as well. So it's fun to be in the little community with you all. Yeah, thank you again so much for listening. We really appreciate all of you. I hope you have a nice week. Take care and we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later.